Hey everybody, welcome to Raven's House of Horror. I'm Raven, and here I'm bringing you the 2015 film, Even Lambs Have Teeth. And if you watch the movie, you know what the title means, or you might even get the title of the movie by hearing my short review. But to get started, as always, I'm going to do the synopsis, I'm going to give you the cast, I'm going to give you my quick thoughts on this movie, and you can decide for yourself if you want to watch it or not. So, Even Lambs Have Teeth. It's about two young women terrorized by a group of small psycho seeks revenge on their tormentors. Quick, easy, basic. It's a revenge film. And it's this one is a little dark. It's not as dark as a lot of ones I've seen of others, but it's dark enough. And it's an indie film. So just to let you know, I mean, the camera work is good. The picture's good. It's good quality. It's not like, you know, indies are usually good. It's not, this is not like a grainy B-horror movie, but so just remember that. Also, the cast is Tierra Scobie. She plays Kate or Katie. Then we have Kristen Zien, who plays Zone. Those are the two main. And then we have Michael Carl Richard, Jason, who plays um, Katie's uncle. We have Garrett Black, plays Jeb. We have Daniel Balzuvi, who plays Cody. <laughs> I probably butchered that name. We have Gwyneth Walsh, who plays Mother. Greg March, who plays Sheriff Andrews. Then we have Christian Sloan, who plays Pastor Pig. <laughs> and you'll get that if you watch the movie. And then we have Darren Mann, who plays Travis. So that's the cast. That's the synopsis. Now, here's my thoughts on this one. All right. Like I said, it's a revenge film. This was done plenty of times before. But as a indie movie, I think it held up very well. It has its pros and it has its cons, but you'll figure them out once I give you this. But this is definitely a good enough watch. Like, you know, how I'm always like, this is good for a one-time watch or more than a good a one-time watch. So this is definitely good for a one-time watch, especially if you have nothing else going on or you're trying to look for a horror movie to watch. This is definitely good. You have two young women going to an organic farm to help out to get paid so they can pay for their trip to New York and to do a good deed. So they head out to this rural part of America where they get drugged by some hillbilly locals in a diner, you know. And next thing you know, they're caught up in some human trafficking <laughs> scheme mixing they got going on out there in the sticks. Um, so they you got these two pretty chicks. They're chained in these two con- like cottoned containers. You know they have it all hooked up for bed, this and that. So you're like, all right, what's going on here? So you you figure out quickly that they're having they trafficking young women and having townies come to town into the woods in these containers in the middle of nowhere and paying for sex. So it's, it's kind of gross, and especially if you watch it, you know what I'm talking about. It's hard, and this goes on every day, so I can only imagine somewhere in America, in other countries, this is definitely 100% going on somewhere. You know, they get these ideas from somewhere, and definitely human trafficking is a big thing. So, like I said, they're chained to containers, and you have townies come and pay to have sex with them. The only good thing about these hillbillies 
if anything, is that they do keep them clean and healthy and fed. But the good thing is they go through all this stuff pretty fast. The movie is not really a slow-paced movie. It goes through, got a good real pace to it. Like This is like pretty much your standard kidnapping movie. Been done, like I said, a lot of times. But And a lot of other films I've seen been darker and more brutal. This one keeps it a little tame, but it's brutal enough for somebody that's sensitive to this stuff, you know? Then um, what else? This was, what else am I, can I think? The kills, if you're into like good kills, they had good kills, but the only problem I had with the kills, they were like more of off-screen kills saying like, you know what they were doing or about to do. So they show you like the beginning of it, then it, it pulls away, then it goes back to it, the aftermath of it. I mean, so I guess they're not trying to be too gory or bloody, but there's blood, but you'll see it after the killing. You won't see the blow for blow hits, you know? And... But this is a sweet revenge film. It never got dull. And this movie sets up is the movie itself is a good setup. And like I said, and you know me, if you listen to my reviews, I'm not like a slow paced type of person. I like a decent pace or fast pace. But there are a lot of good slow paced movies that I do put up with. And this is has a decent flow with it. The only thing is to me is like the editing. It's a bit choppy in a few areas. Don't let this wane you from watching it because it is a decent flick, especially for women and revenge. So it's a good comeback movie for women. And like you'll, they'll do a fast-paced scene, and the next thing you know, it's like edited, and you won't see like any bullshit, like bad parts. It just goes from fast, and then a couple of parts didn't go good, and it's like it felt like you missed things, like they skip ahead. But you'll get it. You won't miss anything, but they'll make you think about, like, what happened. But, you know, common sense, you'll get it, you know. So that's the only gripe I really kind of had with it. And the pull-away kills and the brutal type of revenge flip. The characters played their parts very, very well, especially Katie and Sloane. They played, you know, the captors very well. Sloane's character, she was basically like the tough, fun girl that always wanted to take a risk. You know, in this um, thing, she went one risk too far, wanted to found some cute guys in town. And, you know, next thing you know, she he, she convinced Katie and Katie went along and this is what happened. So maybe she'll be a little bit more careful, you know, being young and dumb. And so, but it does take a turn. Like Katie later on, she becomes the hard-nosed one, like more of the tough ass while Katie was doing this, um, Sloan kind of been broken. If you watch the film, I try to give no spoils away, you'll know what I'm talking about. And so, but not to spoil anything, I'd say I really like this one. And like I said, the decision making in here, when they, there's one part in here I like, it's like that one moment in time like Katie and Sloan had, and you'll know what I'm talking about. They'll have this click moment and then that's when shit goes balls to the walls and that's when the fun starts and you really start rooting for them hard in this one. So it's, it's really cool. And they became like really badass, badass chicks in this movie. Like I said, my only gripe is really was those two edited parts. If you're into that editing thing, which I am, you'll notice if not. But like I said, it just makes you think and when you shouldn't have to kind of think in that case. And I say give this a definitely watch. 
it's playing now free on Tubi, and the runtime is only an hour and maybe 15 minutes. Like I said, it's an indie. The camera work is decent. The acting is good. And, you know, it's a good little revenge film. There's way better out there. I could just name a lot, but definitely, like I said, for a quick watch on a day you have nothing else to do or you need a movie, throw this one on. It's called Even Lambs Have Teeth. So check it out. And like I said, it's on Tubi, hour and 15 minutes. And I give this one a solid two and a half Raven Wings out of five. And two and a half to me is even kill, like it's good enough to watch. So definitely give that one a shot. And as always, I try to find some trivia on the things I'm casting for you guys to make it a little bit more interesting for you guys to watch and going into before or after you watch it. And what I found a few things on this, nothing crazy, but the at the 23:52 minute mark, intro before the title appears is one of the longest in movie history. And this is something I thought about when I was watching this. This is the second time I watched it. So like I wouldn't have watched it a second time if it wasn't decent. So you know how movies have the introduction to the title of the movie? It usually comes right on after the beginning names of the cat of the actors. And or sometime now they do it to the end, once in a blue moon. But this is the longest intro. They did this kind of like almost in the middle of the movie, which I found pretty cool. It was something different. So at the 23:52 minute mark, be prepared for the longest um title movie entrance in movie history. This is just you know, one of the trivia things. The film is debuted in, on October 1st, 2015 at the sixth annual Mile High Horror Film Festival and it actually won a couple of awards. It was released on DVD in the UK on June 13, 2016 by Matchbox Films and it did very well in the, in the revenue section. So like I said, it's a decent quick watch. I would give it a go. And as always, I'm raving. And you can always catch me on here on Raven's House of Horror podcast. And it's playing on all major podcast platforms. And on my social, you can hit me up on Instagram at Raven's underscore horror. And on my podcast Instagram, which is Raven's House of Horror. And my links in bios, take you to my YouTube, TikToks. I have a lot of new interviews on my page. I have a couple of good reviews co-stars coming up to help me do some review on some movies so check it out come be supportive thank you for listening raven is out